T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, and I'm glad to be joined by you, everybody listening all over North America. And so whether you are in Portland, Oregon, I was just there. Whether you're in Baltimore, Maryland, I was just there. Whether you're in New Orleans, Louisiana, I was just there. Down in Florida, there. New York, there. I've been everywhere, man. Like Johnny Cash. But anyway, I'm here with you. I don't care if you're listening on the free Odyssey app, your local affiliate, CBSSportsRadio.com, SiriusXM Channel 158. You got a lot of ways that you can listen. Man, if you got an antenna with some aluminum foil on it, I'm glad that you're listening that way too. But this isn't just about listening. If you want to participate and be a part of the show, which I highly encourage, I will tell you, there is, well, how would I know? Because I'm not not listening. There isn't a, a, a show that takes this many callers and, and has this many interactions on a on a nightly or, or dare I say daily basis than what you are listening to right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, you can contact me. I am at JR Sport Brief on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I believe in in two-way communication. I don't want to sit here and just talk and talk and talk. I don't want to sit here and just have you listen to me interview a million people. Uh, I believe in in conversation with the audience, having a connection with the audience. I know there's some people who every now and then want to go, oh, you don't like people who don't listen. I don't care what other people think in that regard unless you're going to be a jackass. Haven't heard that that one in a while, though. I'm sorry, Shaq? Haven't heard that one in a while, though, anyone saying that about you. Heard what? That you don't listen. No, it's not. It's not that you you can't please everybody all the time. And I can I can say the same thing about, you know, starting in my bedroom on YouTube in 2009. uh, Everything has been about this is what I think. What do you think in return? And so whether it is here on the radio, whether it is on television, uh, whether it is online, you know, I, I believe in 
just communication and connecting with people and allowing people to have a voice. I also believe in having fun. Uh, more importantly, I believe in, in having respect. And so thank you to everyone who who's just participated in the show. Uh, I have completed uh, almost, you know, three, three full years here on CBS Sports Radio. And so as we are here at the top of 2023, I'm looking forward to another amazing year. And so to start things off on the second show uh, for 2023, I say thank you to all of the listeners. We know what the main story has been this week, and that has been surrounding DeMar Hamlin. And the Buffalo Bills decided to share an update with us in the middle of the day this afternoon, uh, quoting their tweet. They basically said DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He's expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. And I, I will take it for what it is. Uh, he's still in ICU with signs of improvement. It's the most that anybody can look for and ask for. We did hear from uh, several members of the NFL community uh, out of respect for the situation, the family, the teams. There was no media availability yesterday uh, outside of a few who popped up. Obviously, Mike Tomlin decided to speak, uh, having known DeMar since he was 12 years old. Uh, but then you also heard today from someone like uh, Kenny Pickett. And I'll play that for you momentarily. You know, as we continue on with the show next hour, uh, as I always do, I bring you a new top six list. Uh, tonight, I'm not necessarily going to rank the top six. It's not even going to be like a top this or top that. I want to share with you all uh, some inspirational figures who have come through in the world of sports. Uh, you know, I, I want to continue on the realm of, of positivity. I got to be honest, uh, in a few minutes, I want to share with you some, some situations that have also been disturbing for other reasons, but have kind of flown under the radar uh, as, as DeMar has just caught the attention uh, of the country. Uh, there was a terrible story today with the United States men's national team. That's uh, the soccer club. I mean, that is just very scandalous what's going on there. And then uh, over the past couple of days, this almost is a, a footnote. And that is this is Dana White, you know, putting his hands uh, on his wife in, in Mexico. They were putting their hands on each other. And it's just very little attention uh, just paid to it. And the fact that it's, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it momentarily. It's, it's, I don't want to, ironic is not the word, or maybe it is. It's just disturbing on multiple levels what has taken place, especially given uh, a project that Dana White is working on that I will share with you in a few minutes. Uh, before I do that, I do want you to hear uh, from Kenny Pickett. I mentioned to you that he talked about his former teammate at Pitt, DeMar Hamlin, and they weren't just teammates. Uh, they were co-captains there together. Take a listen to what Kenny Pickett had to say. But DeMar, you know, he's an unbelievable person, does so much for the community. A guy from Pittsburgh, stayed home, could have went anywhere he wanted to, um, you know, stayed home. And, and we had, you know, a great run together. And he had an unbelievable career at Pitt, you know, captains together in 2020. 
just an all around, you know, great person, great family. You know, his brother was always around the facility. Um, you know, he, so they're just they're just like pit family, you know, to, to all of us, you know, and myself included. So, um, you know, prayers, thoughts and prayers are with him and, you know, just trying to keep in touch with his family through Coach Narduzzi. I'm sure they're getting swamped with messages, but trying to stay up to date on, on how he's doing. And, you know, it seems like everything's going the right direction. And, uh, you know, just hoping up for the best for him. Just want to get better. Can't do anything but but hope for the best. And so uh, we did learn from Troy Vincent today. He had a, a virtual press conference with the media privately, and he shared about the scheduling. Is they still are being respectful of the Bills and the family and the team. He says he's been in, in touch with Coach Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills just to see how the players are doing. Uh, they they haven't they haven't canceled the game. They haven't postponed the game. I'm referring to the Bills taking on the Patriots this upcoming Sunday. And so there's still a lot that's that's up in the air. And I don't think they're going to do anything uh, but take it day by day. Uh, the Ravens will also be taking on uh, the Bengals. The Ravens are going to take on the Bengals. That will be a 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time start. And uh, Joe Burrow, he talked about the realities of just having to, to move on and kind of get back to close as normal as possible. Unfortunate as it is, you know, it's we got a game to play on Sunday. Um, and so as unusual as this week has been, it's it's business as usual from a from a football standpoint, unfortunately. And that's not I mean, I don't I don't even really know what to say about it because it's such a a scary emotional time and you know, guys still have a football game play on Sunday and it's it's our job to to get out there and execute and, and play the game the way that we need to play it to to go and win um, it is what it is but that's you know we, we've had discussions as a team about what happened and about you know where we're at going forward and that's where we're at yeah things are, are moving forward even with as as, as much uncertainty uh, surrounding it all, it's uh, I give everybody credit. It's it's with respect. I said this a couple of nights ago, maybe last night, because I wasn't here. Last night was my first night back. You know, people are having conversations about, oh well, uh, who told the truth and who didn't tell the truth. Or the NFL told them they had five minutes, and ESPN they told us we. Man, there's so many different moving pieces and parts, and everybody's always, always looking for blame. And, you know, I guess I guess we're getting a little little bit back to normal as well uh, when you got bad behavior all over the place and people are showing their colors. And in some cases, people are showing their ass. Uh, You know, it's it's wild. I told you about Dana White. We'll get there in a second Uh, to stay on on this theme. I think someone who's just completely shown his ass and what else is new? It's it's what he does is, is is Skip Bayless. I think we all know by now about the the tweet he sent out and uh, his his point. And there's plenty of points from people about, you know, reading comprehension. Look at what he said. And he's very careful about everything that he says and garnering attention. And so it's not so much about what he said. It's more so about his actions and deciding to share it, knowing that it would be controversial. If what I said was not clear to you, I encourage you to listen on the Odyssey app and hit rewind. 
This is something that he has made a career off of. It's something that he has made millions upon millions of dollars off of. And it's unfortunate, even in a situation like this, he can still utilize coded language to just have attention on him. And so Shannon Sharp was not with him yesterday uh, on FS1, their show, Undisputed. And they started the show off today, and Shannon Sharp uh, was presented the way they said they made it sound to present a monologue and have some thoughts. And as a part of that, he mentioned uh, Skip Bayless and uh, in the tweet, and they just had it out for a little bit. And then people are now getting at Shannon. Well, not too many people, because I think I actually took a poll on my Instagram. It was about, I think, uh, eight out of ten folks were just pretty much sick of Skip Bayless. And then maybe uh, one out of ten took the approach of, well, why would he bring up uh, the tweet if they weren't going to do it? Uh, but it it was rather interesting this morning. This is uh, Shannon Sharp with Skip. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me. All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back. Skip, well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't know I, you were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your uh, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations, so clearly somebody No, they did not have... The, nobody... Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with DeMar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and continues. not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. Oh, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not one to sit down and watch too much TV. I'm not one to sit down and watch people go back and forth about sports. I got to talk about it myself every day. Uh, damn. There's, there's, you want to talk about, it's called reading the room. And uh, you either read the room and you care or you don't. And I think there have been enough instances over the past 10 or 15 years where, where unfortunately Skip Bayless has shown that he cares more so about himself and sharing his opinion uh, than what the actual situation is. And sure, he gets paid off of it. Uh, but there's, he's, he's not a stupid man. He might be stubborn. He might be arrogant. But uh, being a stupid man is, is, is not something uh, that he is or even cares about. And so that's, that's part of getting things back to normal. That's not the only thing uh, back to normal. Uh, today, with all the media availability that, that some teams uh, got back to or were afforded, uh, we had the New York Giants speak. Brian Daybold decided to, to speak to the media as well, having been a, a coordinator for the Buffalo Bills and obviously – uh, you know, with DeMar there last year before he moved on to the Giants. And the locker room was also open for the New York Giants. 
And if you know a little bit about anything, prior to the game on Monday night, uh, it was business as usual. And so the New York Giants took on the Colts on Sunday, and the Giants beat the Colts badly, 38-10. to And, uh, you know, Jeff Saturday was, was not a fan of what took place. There was a point where Kayvon Thibodeau sacked Nick Foles, Nick Foles fell on top of the ball. Nick Foles was writhing in pain. And uh, and it was just bad. He decided, Kayvon Thibodeau did, to get on the floor and make a snow angel, not realizing that Nick Foles was writhing in pain next to him. And so Jeff Saturday decided to, uh, decided to, to talk about it again after the fact. And he was very short in his response. And he had two words for the celebration. Uh, what were they, Shep? It's, it's, not, it's a little more than two words. We, we can play. It's about six seconds. It's a little more than two. Well, let's hear what Jeff Saturday had to say. Tasteless uh, from, the, from the celebration afterwards. Just, you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. Let's put that one in the bank, okay? Yes. Let's hold on to that. I want to hold that in the same esteem as Mike Tomlin's We Do Not Care. Can we do that? That is the deal. Yes. yes. Which part? The tasteless, the trash? No, the whole thing. Okay. Let's, let's, Jeff Saturday thought about the celebration. What, what was it? Tasteless uh, from, the, from the celebration afterwards. Just, you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. Well, we, how about, yeah, probably just the trash part. You know what? We can minimize it. We can do tasteless and just trash. Well, anyway. Trash. Not a fan of it at all. Oh, there you go. Amazing. Anyway, Kayvon Thibodeau was asked about these comments made by Jeff Saturday, one of the best centers to ever play the game of football. And this afternoon, there were quite a few people online who then went at Kayvon Thibodeau, who still happens to be a rookie defensive end he was asked about Jeff Saturday's comments on him and Kayvon Thibodeau decided to say I don't know who he is that's what I'm saying who's the gatekeeper of when to do something so once we figure out who the gatekeeper is then we can write the rules and then we can establish you know the narratives and things like that but until you know you guys actually are in the sport and do it and be in that moment you can't create a narrative on it you know well, we're not creating a narrative on it. The guy, the other team's coach had a problem with it. He's the guy who played the game. The other team's I don't, players I don't had know a who problem he is. with it. No, I just don't know who, like, anybody who comments on it, unless I know who they are, doesn't really affect me. That's it. Trash. Not a fan of it at all. Well, yeah, that's, that's deep. I mean, uh, Jeff, Jeff Saturday is just, uh, he's one of the best centers ever. He's probably one of the few centers you could name, especially having worked and, and, and played for so many years with, with Peyton Manning. And there, there are people who are really online giving Kayvon Thibodeau the business, uh, saying he's, he's being disrespectful and he's rude. and It's just trash talk. You know, Jeff said, do people reasonably think, and it's, it's one thing hindsight 2020, after what we saw on Monday night, I don't think NFL players are running around, you know, celebrating anybody's injury. Uh, so I highly, when I saw it, I, I, and I believe I saw it live, it was an ass whooping, so I didn't stick around to see the Giants smack up the Colts. I certainly exited the game. Uh, my brother actually messaged me and said, oh, man, Nick Foles got destroyed. And I looked it up, 
and I'm watching I'm watching this guy writhe around in pain on the floor, and Kayvon Thibodeau is doing a celebration, and I'm saying there's no way in hell that, that he's celebrating while this man is, is just in massive pain on the ground. And so Jeff Saturday, if he's entitled to stick up for his guys, and, and I also think uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is, is well within his right as well if he wants to give Jeff Saturday the business. And obviously uh, he wishes or hopes to have the longevity of a career that, that Jeff Saturday had in the Pro Bowls and the Super Bowl, etc. cetera. Uh, but listen, just, just two dudes having a back and forth, a coach and a player. And I think Kayvon's going to be around for a while. And uh, Jeff Saturday with these Indianapolis Colts, who he is currently babysitting, uh, I don't see him around too much longer. I think Jeff Saturday is probably on his way out of the door. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Looking forward to sharing with you a list of some of the most inspirational athletes in the world of sports. Uh, speaking of on his way out the door, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to tell you about someone. Uh, I don't. He ain't going to be out the door. I don't even know if he's he's being punished in any type of way. His name is Dana White. I will tell you why, and unfortunately, it involves slaps. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Trash, not a fan of it at all. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. He's such a man of the people, though. You take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. After the past few days, I guess it just seems like things are slowly but surely getting back to normal, at least in the the, the content space. I I think that we've all realized uh, how fragile, you know, life can be. And it's it's all still sports. Uh, But then uh, the the realities of of moving on have already started to take place. I shared with you uh, Kayvon Thibodeau going back at Jeff Saturday, called this celebration Nick Foles trash. Kayvon is like, I don't even know who Jeff Saturday is. And that's just a verbal war of words. I, I, I don't want to say that this has flown over the radar. I am, I am sure by now you have heard about the incident on New Year's Eve uh, with UFC president Dana White. And Dana White has shepherded this organization, the UFC, Uh, For the past about 20 years, Uh, I believe it was purchased for no more than a couple of million dollars. And they sold it for about for about, I think, at the time, four to five. And, uh, you know, if you think about the how the valuation has continued to move up, it's it's currently valued at about 10 billion dollars. Not too shabby, you know, purchasing an organization that was pretty much on its way to being bankrupt. And so Dana White 
has hundreds of millions of dollars. He is the face of UFC. I have met the man. I have no problems with him. Not always a fan of of what he has said or things that he has done. Uh, But this past Saturday, New Year's Eve, he's with his family, with his wife, uh, down in Mexico celebrating the holiday. And like most folks, uh, had had too much to drink. I can relate. Uh, I cannot relate because I've never been married. At the same time, I can't relate to this ever hitting a woman. Uh, Both he and his wife were captured on video uh, slapping each other around. Uh, She hit him. He hit her back. And and it was a a short interaction. And it kind of just got swept under the rug. I think the first way I learned about it was actually via the interview on TMZ. It seemed like because he has a relationship, it was like, here's the story, and then boom, here's the apology interview uh, via Dana White. And so he spoke to TMZ, and he put an emphasis that, in the past, I've been the one to say there's never an excuse uh, to put your hands on a woman. Uh, he then put emphasis on having to explain this to his kids. Uh, he is accepting full blame. He understands that there, are, there will be plenty of people who will have opinions of which they will be justified for but that he is more invested in his kids as he should be. Uh, That doesn't change uh, the accountability from himself. What he does privately is his business. It took place publicly, and people know. Uh, Dana White, this is what he had to tell TMZ about, unfortunately, being physical with his wife. I'm one of the guys, you know, you've heard me say for years, there's never, ever an excuse for a guy to put his hands on a woman. And now here I am on TMZ talking about it. But my wife and I have been married for almost 30 years. We've known each other since we were 12 years old. And uh, we've got three kids. And, you know, this is one of those situations that's, you know, horrible. I'm embarrassed. But it's also one of those situations that is, uh, you know, right now we're more concerned about our kids. You know, we, we have three kids and, uh, you know, obviously, <clears throat> since the video popped up, we've shown the kids the video and, you know, we're, we're more focused on our family right now. People are going to have opinions uh, on this and, and, and most of the people's opinions would be right. And especially in, in my case, uh, you, you don't you don't put your hands on a woman ever. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think we all well, let me not say that because it occurs. I think I think most of us know that and would agree with that. I think the issue here is the accountability, uh, not necessarily of, of Dana White. You know, I don't know. Him and his wife might be in counseling right now. Uh, where's the accountability for those who he works with? Because for the most part, he don't have a boss. He is the boss. He has partners. But he does have partners that he works with. We know ESPN is a major distributor and partner uh, of the UFC. And when asked or contacted by the Bloody Elbow, which is a very huge, huge uh, MMA website and blog, uh, they contacted ESPN and ESPN said, UFC communications can answer that for you. We just distribute the content. UFC puts it together. I, I must also tell you the company that now owns UFC, which used to be William Morris Endeavor, they haven't said anything. And then this is even crazier. I don't even know how to say this. It was only a couple of months ago that Dana White 
stood in New York City in Radio City Music Hall and held a press conference and announced his newest his newest uh, endeavor power slap i'm i'm not i'm not kidding i'm not joking dana white a few months ago said i wanted to i want to get into to slap fighting and i remember growing up in new york city if you grew up in new york or maybe remember 20 25 years ago there was actually a contest at a radio station called hot 97 where they would have people come upstairs and slap each other. And the New York State Athletic Commission said, "Uh uh-uh, you can't do this. And if you venture onto the Internet every now and then, you will see someone slapping another human being. And Dana White has seen this, and this is what he had to say about his new endeavor a few months ago, Power Slap. It all started for me back in 2017, I started seeing some of these slap videos on social media and uh, I started to do some research on some of the companies and some of the promoters that were involved in it. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, first of all, I was blown away by the numbers. I mean, some of these, uh, some of these have like 300 million views. So I started thinking, you know, obviously this thing really works for social media, but I thought it would be good for television too, if done the right way. Oh my God. cringy when's he coming on the show jr never okay no he never never i'll probably get invited oh well that's that's for another day never 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 well let me make two points power slap is stupid that's that's the first thing sorry uh and if i'm not the only one that agrees with it yeah there are plenty of people who will watch anything online uh, I'm certainly anyone, someone who will watch sports, but I don't, I'm not going to sit there and watch people slapping each other. And UFC, as a social media account, has, has shared this and promoted it. This television show was to debut next week on TBS. I have a feeling that that's not going to take place. I also believe, based on the trailer, that the content has been captured, uh, the episodes have been edited, the talent has been paid, and that there will be millions of dollars in production money that has gone down the tubes uh, as a result of, of Dana White's interaction, putting his hands on his wife. And so if you were interested in watching Power Slap on TBS next week, I I highly doubt that that will take place. Uh, We have not heard at all either from uh, TBS on the status of this show. And some of the comments that have existed online about Power Slap from just people on social media who can always be clever. Why? Just why? Absolutely trash. And I don't know if this one takes the cake, but it might. I'd rather crap in my hands and clap than watch power slap. So uh, I'm expecting Dana White. This might kind of be on the low right now, I believe. I don't think this story or situation is going to go away. Uh, Endeavor stock did go down um, as the business implications of his situation kind of come to light a little bit more. Maybe there'll be a bump, but... You know, Dana White will be fine. 
You know, I don't know if he gets a, a slap on the wrist. He's he's the boss. Uh, he has partners. We know what took place with, with Ray Rice and Dana White at that time said, there's one thing that you never bounce back from, and that's putting your hands on a woman. It's been that way in the UFC since we started here. You don't bounce back from putting your hands on a woman. Um, I think outside of his partners having or showing a little bit more accountability of working with him, um, yeah, you you can protect your family. That should be first and foremost. Uh, But when you've also been very, very vocal about other people's situations, uh, he has never been afraid to get into a verbal scrap with anyone. Uh, I I think he should also hold a little bit more accountability uh, for his position as being the boss, being the dude overlooking, being the president uh, of the UFC. I'd be very interested to see if he does so. Uh, you know, we can think about this week and the news cycle. Uh, there, there should be some more. But I feel like everyone is just waiting for this to kind of blow away and, and be forgotten. And, oh, I'm sorry. And this is what we're doing. Uh, but there, there should be more accountability over that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. I do. I can't wait at the top of the hour to share with you just some of the most inspirational athletes in the world of sports. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, JR. <clears throat> Thanks for having me on. Uh, first time caller. You got a great show. I really uh, like your show. You're really patient, and I think you're really objective. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. At the top of the hour. I'm going to give you, you know, every every Wednesday night, I give a new top six list. And we count it down. We go six, five, four, three, two, one. And you're gonna hear all the fancy music that accompanies it. Uh, but I don't I don't want to rank the individuals that we're gonna talk about tonight. And this is a first. I'm breaking format. Why? Because it's mine and I can't. At the top of the hour, I'm gonna share with you six individuals who have been inspirations uh for different reasons in the world of sports. Because we, we just had to talk about uh, Dana White, you know, and his interaction, his physical interaction with his wife. And I want to I want to get back to some positivity, especially in light of everything that has taken place this week. I'm going to get some more of your calls. The top of the hour. It's a new list, typically a top six. But we're going to take a look at inspirations, six of them in the world of sports. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. Kenneth Caller from Pennsylvania. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Good evening. <clears throat> I hope you good had a good Christmas and a good New Year. Thank you, thank you. And one more thing, I'd like to really thank you for all you do for the Special Olympics. I think it's the most incredible thing that sports can do for under underprivileged kids, you know. Un, un, you know. So I uh, thank you for that. Sure. Hey, listen, I think it's today's, today's... Uh-oh. Hey, Shep, what happened to him? Maybe he pissed off Dana White. Dana White hit him. I don't know. He 
he said something nice to me and then he got abducted by aliens. Like, what is that what happens? Somebody says something nice and they get they get snatched up. A lot of people say nice things to you. It's a, it's a nightly thing. No, I don't know what happened to him now. Right. He got hit in the kneecaps. I hope he's okay. What was his name? Was it Ken? Ken in Pennsylvania? Ken in Pennsylvania. Hey, Ken, if you didn't get abducted by aliens, if if you want to try to call back, Ken, uh, by all means, we'll we'll try to get you on. Cause he, what did he? You spoke to him before I I talked to him, Shep. Did you speak to him for a second? Yeah. Well, basically, it was it was just a matter of you know, a Thibodeau, the attitude is not necessary. He crossed a line, and I think a lot of old school fans feel that way. Um, there's no way, like you said, if you're Thibodeau, you don't know who Jeff Saturday is. Yeah, he knows who he, he knows who he damn well is. He's just. He's ruffling feathers, and and if for whatever out of the ordinary world reason, this man play. Let's think about this. And in short, even if he's he's needling him a little bit, like who cares? Or is Jeff Saturday gonna walk from Indianapolis to New York to, you know, give him a piece of his mind? I'm I'm pretty sure Brian Dayball looked at him and said, "I right, relax, chill," but he's just. Giving each other hell back and forth. I don't think it's no big deal. I actually look at Jeff Saturday, and and, and the only thing Jeff Saturday is doing is supporting his guys. Jeff Saturday, there's no way in hell he thinks that this man was celebrating him being hurt. Otherwise, he would have went off on a tangent about it. And so no nobody is ignorant here as to what's going on. Uh, this is just uh, back and forth. It just so happens to be between a coach and an opposing player which is not something you typically see at all. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Lou is here from Rochester. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Welcome back, man. Happy New Year. To you as well. What's going on? You have a great show. You and um, Chef do a great job, as you know. Um, So, look, I wanted to talk about um, DeMar Hamlin and – Troy Vincent a little bit. Um, by all accounts, DeMar um, is just a great individual, salted earth. And what happened was so unfortunate. And the last two days I've been emotional about it, as has obviously the team, Sam Sabin, and, and the coach. And it's such great news that he's improving. He's probably going to be okay. And, uh, because of the way the injury occurred, it probably won't threaten his uh, football career because it's probably an episodic thing. Uh, but, look, Troy Vincent, he was a great player. He played for the Miami Dolphins, made a couple of pro bowls, as I recall, as a cornerback. Then he came to the Bills and played safety. Yeah. But at, at that point, I I, um, I realized that he was really a smart dude. And I... I um, gained appreciation for him. And now the NFL has him on this um, um, pitching a point that that he's not going to look good on um, because it took them too long to cancel that game. And it's a good thing that Sean McDermott, um, in consultation with um, Taylor, the synthetic coach, said that uh, he couldn't coach anymore so Lou in in the the interest of time because we are getting ready to hit the break 
what's your 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 ultimate point here on Troy Vincent? Listen, if it is have, on Troy you, Vincent, you you know everybody, or you know a lot of people. Man, get the word to him that he's like uh, lose. He's uh, trying to champion a losing cause. He should just let it go. What what cause is that? That somehow uh, it was uh, absurd that the NFL would require them to resume the game within five minutes. So, kind of like okay. Well, I did. I I did. I did mention that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. And, and thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. I want to expand upon this a little bit more. I was not on the conference call earlier today. Troy Vincent, you you said it. He played in the NFL. He played for 15 years at a high level in the NFL. Troy Vincent is also not an idiot. I'm saying this, not that I know. I believe that Troy Vincent has a good chance or opportunity into the future to be the future commissioner of the league. And so I've also seen a lot of people run around and say, oh, my goodness, how is uh, – Oh, you know, why isn't Roger Goodell speaking? And you know, why does it matter? It's not not the president of the United States delivering a message. Who cares who says anything as long as DeMar Hamlin hopefully improves? And so there's a lot of quote unquote cooks in the kitchen for a situation that's unprecedented. Uh, the NFL is up for scrutiny for many things. I can sit here and give you a list. Of, of things that have taken place that have turned me off as a fan for a variety of reasons. I think, I think a lot of us can. Uh, but the fact is, there is no perfect scenario here. There is no perfect situation. And I'm, I'm not going to beat up on Troy Vincent, the NFL, Roger Goodell, because of the handling. I certainly do believe there is or was a miscommunication as it relates to the game resuming or taking place. As bad as we want to or it's easy to say, oh, man, these terrible humans, it's all about the money, all about the dollar. Oh, yeah, it is. We know that. In this instance, I don't think so much. I think everyone had to process this in real time. I think this is also a moment for all all of us to also realize, yeah, they are humans. And if you want to look at Troy Vincent, please, 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 please remember that he is a human. And that he certainly understands what it feels like to be out on that field. Roger Goodell does not. Keep that in mind. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to take a break. When we come back, it's a modified version of the first top six of the year. We're going to look at some of the most inspirational figures that we've seen in the world of sports. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 